0: Hi there, and welcome back to the Everything Accordion podcast. It is September 2022. I hope you had a great summer, that you enjoyed your time, But you had some really great weather, you managed to relax, re-energize, recharge your batteries for this next season. And I'm really excited to start again with uh, new episodes on the podcast. It means new guests, new topics, I will also be experimenting a little bit with solo topics, as I would really like to expand the podcast to include not only things strictly related to the accordion, which is the core of the podcast, but also to have some episodes about self-management, for example or have guests from the broader classical music industry, to talk to people about innovation as well. So there's many things I would really like to try out, and I would really love some feedback from you, dear listeners. And in case you would like it, I will continue towards this path. In case this is something that turns you away from the podcast, I will either adapt to them or change entirely. So without further ado, let's begin this new episode. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Accordion podcast. I'm really excited and really grateful to our guest for accepting my invitation on such short notice. Uh, we only have talked once online, I think. So this would be a really great opportunity to also talk about different things um, and to discover our guests together with the listeners. So I welcome Momir Novakovic to the
1: podcast and Momir how are you doing Thank you thank you very much for your invitation I'm very glad to to talk to you today I'm doing fine the the year has just started it's first weeks of September here so it means a lot of uh, a lot of thinking and a lot of uh, scheduling so Let's say I'm doing fine as much as it's possible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the first question, where is here? You said here it's very busy.
1: Yes. So I'm in Estonia, in Tallinn. Uh, This is my residence for past uh, um, two and a half years. And right now I am am, uh, talking to you from uh, Estonian Music uh, Academy where I work. And, uh, right, so we are here in Estonia and uh, preparing the the festival, Accordion Festival for October, starting the new academic year, so. So Lots,
0: lots on your hands, lots on your hands. Let's go back to the beginnings, like, you know, Mm -hmm. now, now we're at this point where you're at the Estonian Academy of Music, you're kind of directing an Accordion Festival, you're doing all sorts of things and projects and so on. How did it all begin? Like, where are you from? How? Why the accordion? And you know, just Mm -hmm. tell your story.
1: Yes. So my story starts in Serbia. Uh, That's where I'm from. In uh, in a small uh, town of Loznica, which is on the west of the country. I started to to play accordion. Like most uh, Serbian uh, kids, because I saw it on TV, it's a very popular instrument, and I um, just thought it's uh, something uh, cool, and uh, it all started like this, naively. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, so that's where my start is. I identify myself with uh, Kragujevac a lot, the music school where I graduated uh, at the high school, which is... Uh, One of the most known serbian accordion schools and then uh, uh, later on i i moved for my studies to switzerland where i spent uh, quite a long time for my studies and also i have gained uh, work experience there yeah after which i moved to norway before moving to estonia so there's quite a lot uh, of the road done before this point but it all starts in serbia which i'm very proud of (laughs)
0: Like most Serbs, I imagine, because everyone I talked to who is from Serbia are like, yeah, it all started there. And I'm very, you know, connected to my beginnings. And it's amazing. I really love that. And you were saying Switzerland and then Norway. And like, did did your studies take you there or it was a choice of let's see what happens in that country?
1: Well, for Switzerland, definitely it was... Studies that that took me there, but um, but of course, uh, um, you know I, I think we can identify like when you when you are a teenager that that grew up in in a um, post communist country, especially. Balkans where there have been a lot of wars you are considering many things when you are when you are making such a life move So, so let's say that studies could have led me to many different places But but many other circumstances of life uh, have helped me to make to make choices in this case so I ended up uh, I ended up in Switzerland and um, then um, uh, later on, when it comes to the choice to move to Norway, it was uh, private reasons of a grown-up person because of the uh, relationship and later on marriage. Uh, so we made mm-hmm. a joint decision with my wife uh, on on where we are going to to live according to to both uh, careers, etc., etc. So. So yeah the, the the first the first uh, moving decision was uh, was very individual choice mm-hmm. and l- later on it was already family starting so yeah
0: so. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And how did you see the difference between like was it a cultural shock for you going to a music academy in Switzerland compared to what you had in in Serbia or what what did you see as the differences or maybe similarities between
1: Yes, it was, well, no, I can't really describe it as a shock, but it was a huge change and in a, in in a way uh, like the cold water splash you know what i mean like um, mm-hmm. i had i had to i had to uh, grow up very fast wow. because you know yeah the, the difference is quite big but in 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 everyday life but actually what uh, what mostly affected me was this difference in uh, in actual uh, work that we're doing as musicians it's completely different approach and um, kind of different ecosystem and the, the philosophy towards uh, learning and performing and there's many things to, to it. It's very complex. But o- of course, in every way, in every way, there was a change. I can pull many similarities um, because there is still this kind of Mediterranean feel. Mm-hmm. Serbia, is also, Serbia is also the country that, uh, yes, it's, it does not uh, uh, have the access to the Mediterranean Sea. But, you know, this culture is is very... Mm-hmm. Very laid laid back in a way, and this part of Switzerland where I've been is in Lugano, which is the southern from Alps, and uh, it is uh, still it's it's a little bit different from what we imagine Switzerland being. German mm-hmm. Switzerland, Switzerland, yeah. So there were also some some similarities when it comes to to how people uh, approach their free time and uh, and uh, enjoy their free time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I
1: would like to go a little bit
0: back to what you were saying about the philosophy of performance and you know a different approach towards learning and if you could elaborate a little bit more on that because I think young musicians who might be considering moving to Switzerland are you know also curious and interested in like what you saw there and it's really interesting talking and hearing about the personal experiences you know of Different musicians who have gone through that.
1: Yes, uh, I, I think this is a, a general, um, a general thing uh, in the in the difference between Eastern and Western schools, right? So, so mm-hmm. I, I I can in, in a short I could um, describe it like imagine if um, if in the. Um, in serbia if you were more with the book in switzerland you were more with the tool mm. so uh, there is a lot a lot uh, more theoretical touch in serbia and uh, in in switzerland they were they, it, it was less uh, stressed about uh, the theoretical stuff and more about uh, about creating and exploring like also very encouraged on an individual level to, um, to arrive to some points yourself rather than being instructed to go to that point, but like mm-hmm. you, get, you, you get the help with the direction, but mm-hmm. in the end, in the end, you come to certain, uh, uh knowledge and conclusions, uh, with a lot of your own effort, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: By doing, by doing. while in the, uh, Serbia, and I believe uh, generally uh, Eastern Europe approach is more like uh, you will get all the necessary knowledge about the matter from, from the start to the conclusion and you will learn it and then you will apply it later to, to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So this, this is the main difference for me okay but probably do you think there needs to be a balance
0: between the theoretical and actually getting to know how things actually work in the practice because i understand what you mean by mm-hmm. you know you're kind of being taken by the hand in eastern countries and you know they kind of show you what's the path whereas i remember studying in munich it was even like from of course, I had the fortune of studying with Krasimir, who took really good care of me, and you know, showed me how to do this and that, and taught me a lot of things on a practical level. But I remember that the university didn't actually care if you did your study plan or if you enrolled for your exams or if you, you know, you missed the deadline. The deadline, it's your problem. You know, you'll have to like postpone it for one semester. Yeah. So you really have to be very responsible and. You know, if you didn't do that previously because somebody else took care of it, it's it, it, it's really like uh, like being thrown into the sea and you know like swim.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. There there are uh, there are two sides of the medal when 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 being left uh, uh, yourself to make your own path. But I think we are in a pretty favorable position
0: mm-hmm.
1: because we went through this. We went through both systems. I, I think it is it is one of advantages that I personally uh, have as as part of my qualities uh, that uh, that that this gained experience from these different systems. Uh, there, there there is no perfect system, of course, we are all aware of it. But uh, mm-hmm. if if someone has opportunity to get out the best from from many of them, this is only going to to, to result in 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 more uh, more abilities later on. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So this Definitely. is this is kind of for me personally the balance. Yeah, it is very hard to to achieve balance uh, in one system. Like that, this system has to be balanced in a way that everyone is happy with it. This is really difficult, and 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 this is something that that. Uh, that all um, education ministries in all the countries are, are are facing as an issue to 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 balance. We have uh, like uh, extreme opposites uh, um, now. Like uh, take example of Finland, uh, which is known to be very advanced in their in their decisions about the education system, and then take example in um, some countries such as. Uh, uh, Italy or, or or Balkans that is is really like uh, still very traditional. So it's it's really hard to establish one system that everyone will be happy with. But on, on an individual level, if a person can can uh, can go through different of those systems, this is the, the this is the best balance. So this balance, yeah, is achievable more on an individual level than for the entire system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess your
0: advice to young musicians would be if you have a chance to move around and experience with different countries and systems of education and cultures, just take it and yeah. go and see what works for you and yeah, I think it's a... Exactly,
1: as much as possible, of course, without exaggerations, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it is very good to 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 travel, to, to, to live in different places, to try to integrate in a different place. You learn a lot uh, professional-wise and also in life, you know?
0: hmm I think it's a very huge investment into oneself,
1: yes. moving around like that,
0: because you acquire knowledge and experience, which is invaluable. And if you just, well, just, you know, in quotation marks, uh, quote-unquote, if you just stay in one place, you might get the best out of it. But then when you move, because... At some point, because of professional reasons or personal reasons, you need to move and you might find yourself unprepared or very, you know, shocked or unflexible in adjusting to the new environment, into the new place. Exactly. So this leads me into the next question, your point where you are today, Estonia. How did that happen? And talk a little bit about the Estonian accordion scene, because it's not, well, from my knowledge, but it's not like I know everything about it, everyone. So um, in my knowledge, it's it hasn't produced, let's say, very high level performers who have been known to have, you know, concert careers or such. So
1: talk a little bit about your experience arriving in Estonia. Yes, it might be uh, uh, the, the impression for somebody from Western Europe, you know, it's the same like like um, like when uh, When I would say to somebody I moved to Estonia and they would they would be like, oh wait, was it Riga, Vilnius, what uh, Tallinn? you know, like people, mm-hmm. people don't know much about the region in general and uh, Needless to speak about something more specific as accordion, but actually um my wife is Estonian this is part of uh, of the uh, preconditions that 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 led to arrival here right mm-hmm. um, uh, so i I got to know more about uh, um, about the country about the culture and about uh, the accordion of course and uh, although you might uh, not have uh, um, uh, Let's say seen internationally, uh, accordion players L- locally there there are uh, there there they are active and um, of course a slightly bit more more uh, active players in in uh, jazz field. Mm-hmm. Yes, but um, also few active players in in classical um, in classical performance. Uh, yeah, so so this is the thing. Uh, of co- of course we. We don't speak about uh, the, the same thing such as uh, uh, um, some other places where there is many universities, many accordionists. Uh, this is a very small country; only one million people live here. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than one million people. I'm sorry if I <laughs> if I don't. <laughs> we're we're uh, not trying to offend any. Hand, ver- <laughs> well, this <laughs> <the> podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, but um, yeah, and uh, and in in. So, so th- th- there is accordion scene, not as big as as uh, as in in bigger places, uh, but but something is happening. I learned that uh, um, when I was moving here, and uh, yeah, so so basically, um, we we moved here because uh, the, uh, there there are very uh, many connections when you have uh, basically part of your family in the place, mm-hmm. and then my wife is a violinist um, we lived in norway then then she got um, some uh, job opportunities uh, in her home country we had a family with children and then we were evaluating uh, uh, my career was was very not dependent on a residence at that point and um, and then we were evaluating what would be the best again a lot of personal reasons sure. rather rather than professional um and then we took that decision to come here where 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 kids can speak their mother tongue you know it's mm-hmm. where you have your family around
0: which is important yeah
1: yes yes for us this is the 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 first thing always when when thinking about uh, some decisions in life so yeah and there yes i have i will i will mention a few names when i came uh, I met. Uh, uh, so th- th- there were th- there were in my uh, first uh, um, encounter. There were two straight, uh, full classical accordion performance uh, performers, Henry Zibo and uh, Mick Langepron, uh, and um, and then there were uh, there were quite few uh, jazz performers, so of which uh, some. I will just mention some names. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, like Jakluc, uh Tid Kaluste, Rebane, etc., etc. Those those persons are uh, long time active in in the music scene and and have made many nice things happen here. Mm-hmm. But um, of course, we are all all trying here to 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 make more and to always uh, um, to always create more more. Uh, Opportunities, and that's why, that's why we started uh, uh, together with Henry uh, from last year the, the accordion festival, mm-hmm. with the goal to popularize even more the instrument and to 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 lead to to more accordion players in the future, more active accordion performance in the future, because because we have. We have uh, uh, really uh, many and very nice teachers here, and uh, mm-hmm. music schools have a lot of students. So we just need to to make, uh, uh, let's say, uh, good work uh, more and more, and uh, yeah, ho- hopefully it leads to more active uh, players. In my in my personal uh, interest, of course, is classical music, uh, and therefore I am I am. Uh, uh, investing myself into developing uh, uh, classical musicians as a teacher so that's that's my personal uh um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. goal and path yes
0: sure yeah but um i think for someone who has come from such a rich accordion tradition of serbia you know and traveling around arriving into a new country you see a great potential in actually giving back some of the culture and the knowledge that you acquired because you know when i was studying in finland for i was i saw that many estonians came to finland to helsinki because it's only like i think two hours by ferry from Tallinn. so many musicians actually go and study at the helsinki you know the sibelius academy in helsinki or they go to moscow or they go to um um to St. Petersburg, or maybe they move to Lithuania, which is another very rich accordion flourishing activity right. country. And do you do you happen to have a chance to work like in collaboration with other Baltic countries because they are very supportive of one another, right?
1: Yes. Uh I do, and it's really, really beautiful. For example, this year in, in uh, Estonian Music Academy, we have two new students, one from Latvia and one from Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Uh, like w- One of the first things uh, when I moved to Estonia, because I, I knew quite a few uh, uh, accordionists from Lithuania for all the reasons that you mentioned just now, uh, and one of the first things that I did was was to to get in touch with some. And we started mm-hmm. a nice collaboration. Uh, I, I recently I visited a lot Kaunas and, and conservatory of Kaunas, and uh, uh, where where Laimonas Salius is, is is working and has an amazing uh, accordion class uh, mm-hmm. uh, in in the conservatory. They're really really doing great work there. So I had opportunity to 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 collaborate with them and to 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 work as a jury member in a few competitions. To, to play concerts as well in Lithuania and, and I'm trying my best to, to invite uh, uh, um, always students uh, and performers from Lithuania mm-hmm. here also because it's it's really convenient, it's very nearby and level is, is really high and... Uh, We should, I I can say without uh, fear that we should just take advantage of that opportunity that is right there.
0: Absolutely. I mean, why not? Why trying to get someone from, I don't know, south of Spain when you can have really great musicians. I mean, having once per year somebody from Spain would be amazing. Yes. But, you know, why not have this shared local uh, collaboration in between, right?
1: Exactly yes, but th- this collaboration uh, exists uh, through Baltic countries for 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 a long time and always has been there uh, because uh, this region is historically uh, uh, close together to each other and uh, and also uh, also in the music world there is a lot of collaboration and of course in accordion also it it has always been um, on uh, collaboration and I'm just trying to to blend in and to do Mm -hmm. the same, yeah, so, and, and it's really, it's really nice.
0: Amazing. Um, Romer, talk me a little bit through your festival, like you said, you started it, like, it's what, the second edition, and, you know, like, what is the, what is the structure, because you said you had your goal of highlighting the classical music, the contemporary music, you know, the the more of, if you want, quote-unquote, academic, Music, the and uh, the ones that we learn basically in academies, right? Mm-hmm. And w- what is the structure? Because I saw last year that you also commissioned some new works, also with orchestra, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah,
1: this is going to happen uh, this October. But la- okay. last year we started. Yeah. So so basically last year we we pulled uh, out this first edition of the of um, festival that that has the name accordion fest accordion fest estonia right and Mm -hmm. and uh, it was rather rather modest production um, uh, with uh, with limited resources and a lot of uh, personal effort and personal contacts so Mm -hmm. the structure the structure of this event I mean, of course, I love accordion in every uh, musical gen- genre, but um, I just think, and 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 I have kind of long-term uh, image of this festival, like uh, per- perception, of what it should be in first five years, in the next five years after. Mm-hmm. So, so, I I have this idea that in first years I should um, we should. Um, Focus to the classical music to popularize accordion in different types of classical music. So, uh, and this is the main focus. So last year we had, um, and this will be the structure for all our future editions: uh, one masterclass during the festival, uh-huh. and the concert series of the festival. And the concert series will will be uh, 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 um, consisted of both. Uh, contemporary music and new uh-huh. piece performance and of course the uh, old music so uh, the first the masterclass import uh, the masterclass part uh, is considered very important uh-huh. because uh, um, and and we invite foreign guests to teach uh, because uh, um, The main, the main uh, audience uh, for us is uh, young accordion players, Mm -hmm. and then the general public. So, so this is why we we decided to to take off together educational part and performance. And last year we had uh, we had, um, if I'm remembering well now, very quickly, but uh, five concerts. Uh, or six six concerts actually, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the performance of one new opera, uh, which was the part of the PhD uh, project of the Norwegian composer Se um, Young Ho, Norwegian, mm-hmm. Norwegian composer with Cantonese origins. Um, this was the opera that that had instead of orchestra five accordions. Oh, okay. Yes, and this this was uh, th- this was a Nordic-funded project uh, with collaboration between Norway, Denmark, Estonia, and Finland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had uh, uh, two concerts with uh, uh, Estonian accordionists uh, Mick and Henry that I mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. And then we had two guests, Laimonas Asalis from Lithuania. Uh, this Baltic region, and a uh, uh, point, and uh, Irina Serotyuk, Ukrainian accordionist, uh, based in uh, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all, of course, had, and we will uh, have it as a tradition, the concert of the students who participated in the masterclass.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So this was the, the first uh, takeoff of, of the festival. But this year uh, the situation is much different. The uh, we proved something to to the community here. Let's say that way. We were listed as as the uh, in the cultural highlights of the year 2021 by the congratulations. Thank you by the by the biggest um, daily paper in Estonia. And also the festival got great reviews in the culture magazines
0: here. Mm-hmm.
1: And now we have some—do um, uh, you say legacy, right?
0: Yeah. Like
1: that—that like that, that we can—that we can show, and therefore we got really big support for this edition uh, nice. from from both uh, uh, state, city, and private sector. Okay. So, so so this year we are going to to premiere a concerto that we commissioned for accordion and symphony orchestra, by mm-hmm. Estonian composer Alison Kruusma, together with uh, Pärnu City Orchestra, and conductor Kaspar Mend. All the all great musicians from from Estonia, and then then we will have. Uh, few guests and this time we could afford also to to invite teachers separately uh, for teaching and not involve the same people in teaching and performing because Mm -hmm. last year it was quite hectic and I know that many accordion festivals are doing this because it's just uh, more convenient Uh, uh, but we we realized that that for performance is very important they can focus on their thing uh, um, not like being teaching masterclass a few days and then going on stage it's we just want to try to 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 make it as comfortable as possible we we, we will have um, uh, for the masterclass again Laimonas Salius, uh, and then we will have as a second guest teacher Vincent Lerme from France mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, concerts will we will have Samuel Tellari from from Italy who will perform the entire Goldberg Variations by Bach. Mm-hmm. We will have Mia Grozdanic from from Croatia. She will perform um, the entire Tchaikovsky Seasons and Davor Bobic Seasons, which were her um, also her PhD project was was okay. this arrangement. Mm-hmm. We will have one rather interesting project: uh, a quintet from Serbia. Led by accordionist uh, Luca Lopicic, also another PhD project. <laughs> uh, so he 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 has arranged uh, "Planets" by Gustav Holst yeah. for uh, for accordion, piano, two sets of timpani and percussions, and electronics, okay. electronics, wow. uh, video, light show, everything. It's just like it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge,
0: a multimedia huge, project.
1: Yes, it's it's really it's really exciting so so yeah it's, it's, it's quite big this time we will have one concert dedicated that will be performed by students of the estonian academy of music and theater mm-hmm. and another student concert uh, for the masterclass participants in the festival so yeah it is it is it, it it got quite a big leap from the last year and we are very excited everything is uh, set off for 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 the for departure mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so we we are really looking forward very soon we will publish the website with all the information the concerts will will go will go public uh, but yeah it's really really exciting mm-hmm.
0: so my birthday is coming up now this saturday 17th of september and to all of those who are listening to this episode right now i am offering a 50% discount on all of the products and all of the services which you can find on my website. Click on the link in the description and go to my website where you will find an array of services as well as, for example, gift cards, which are great as presents for friends, for relatives, for family members who are passionate about the accordion, might want to have some lessons perhaps, These gift cards are also redeemable for one-on-one coaching sessions and also for purchasing the different products. For example, there's music. There are also some useful guides and tutorials as PDF files and also some of the interviews in languages other than English that I have done for the podcast. And all of that with 50% off. This offer is only valid on the 17th of September. So in order to profit from this offer use the code BDAY. That's B D A Y when purchasing the item. So again the code is B D A Y as in birthday. In case of questions or problems or issues feel free to contact me. Yeah, I mean it's a really huge leap and you know considering the fact that it's the second edition and You know, last year, I guess, the problem was also you never knew will the concerts take place because of all the restrictions and all the situations in which we're in. Uh, Hopefully and luckily this autumn will be much better, winter as well, even though we're facing other problems, but you know what's the world without the problems. but, yeah, I mean, congratulations on that. And in, What's the period of the festival?
1: We will open the festival on the 21st October with the premiere of the new concerto. Mm-hmm. And uh, it will be closed on 29th October with uh, Gustav Holtz Planets.
0: Okay, so you have one week and uh, I will publish in the description of this episode all of the relevant links so that the listeners can go and see. Uh, Another question, is it going to be also streamed online or it's only live?
1: It is going to be uh, for now only live, uh, Mm -hmm. but um, the opening concert will be recorded by the National Classical Radio of Estonia and will be streamed at some point there as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, th- you know, Thailand is an amazing place for culture. Like, so many things are happening uh, uh, all the time and uh, often um, there is uh, um, uh, there is many many events at the same time, no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. For example, the, the radio has really, really tough time to stream live uh, uh, everyone, but w- we are going to be recorded and streamed later on. Um, but... Uh, I'm not sure yet. This part uh, its a really good question because what you asked is is, is something that we are considering, mm-hmm. but are not sure yet.
0: The reason I'm asking is only because maybe the listeners who want and are curious would like to hear and see it. If it's if it will not, you know, listeners were to go and look for um, the recordings. I imagine there will be also on the website of the festival and if you are around just go and hear live because live at this point like the online experience doesn't beat the live experience i think it never will unless there will be a huge leap in technology but it's really far ahead so
1: if you're around
0: go and hear the festival live and if not wait for the recordings where hopefully will appear on the website but uh check out regularly momir's website and his uh social media, because I'm sure he will post there. Yeah,
1: I I can say for sure that we we will record the concerts. Uh, just we are we are most probably not going to stream them live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so, but we will record and uh, publish uh, eventually in agreement with performance, of course, Uh, later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, about the live streaming this i am not really sure about but um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah as you say there is uh, uh, accordion fest estonia uh, facebook page and website and and um, our dear listeners uh, can can follow up there
0: amazing great and you know Momil, we we talked about you as the professor of accordion at the academy and transmitting your knowledge, sharing your experience and your knowledge with the new generations of accordionists. We talked about you as an organizer of a huge festival and a successful event. And we didn't touch upon you as a performer. So what are some of the highlights of you know, last year, this year, and perhaps next year? Like, well, What are some of your projects that you're really into and some of the projects that you are eager to expand, and
1: promote, and actually work upon? Um, yeah, so, well, there is a lot happening. Uh, <laughs> but I can, I will mention something that I really, really enjoyed a lot. Uh, in April this year, um, I played at the Estonian Music Days, which is the, the, the biggest festival for, for new music in uh, in Estonia. Maybe in Baltics, but definitely in Estonia, it is part of Baltic Music Days also. So it's it's connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I played three premieres in that mm-hmm. festival: um, one international premiere of a Serbian composer Lazar Djordjevic for solo accordion, but three premieres of Estonian composers' pieces for accordion and violin, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, um also estonian premiere of Usyak, uh um sonata for accordion violin this project is, is, i really enjoyed although it was it was really um hard in that period uh uh my entire family because i played those this concert with my wife we were we were sick for weeks uh because mm-hmm. the, the kids brought everything they could bring from kindergarten you know so so it is like uh, it, it it is still very painful uh, in, in my uh, memory, but it was really rewarding uh, experience. So this is what what I would like to to point out. Um, I also performed in the same festival uh, half of the concert as as a solo accordion with the Estonian Philharmonic Choir. Okay. This was also beautiful, and actually, I, I'm, I, when I think about it, my, my, why these memories are really, really beautiful from this festival is because I had opportunity to hear uh, a lot of nice new music, uh, mm. also performed by other people, not just, uh, not just my own involvement in it. And uh, yes, yeah, so, so um, the summer was, was, was the holiday. First time after five years. <laughs> so, um, and I had the opportunity to, um, to play three concerts with, um, with one uh, uh, very, very uh, famous uh, Estonian opera bass, Ein Anger. This was also a very beautiful experience because I don't usually work a lot with singers and this was just uh, 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 different. Mm-hmm. and uh, about the the, the future uh, the future projects uh, there will be um festival of course the premiere of mm-hmm. uh, there will be uh, some solo recitals in Lithuania at the end of the year and uh, there will be cd recording with uh, cello uh, arpeggione sonata Mm, okay, and, and uh, most likely this this is not decided 100% but Britten Sonata for Cello and Piano wow and, um, it was supposed to be Shostakovich but uh, um, some of the involved parties in the process uh, had some concerns about the, the project uh, uh, sustainability in the current circumstances mm-hmm. for, the funding, for the fundings and everything so uh, I, I'd rather not uh, um, elaborate, but yeah, and and uh, and uh, yeah. So these these are these are some coming projects that that I'm looking forward to. Of course, a lot a lot is happening, and and uh, and uh, it's uh, this balance that you spoke about is very important. So I'm mm. trying to balance mm-hmm. b- between these three uh, topics. <laughs>
0: sure no I mean you have really plenty on your plate right now and lots of yeah. things brewing at the same time so I wish you the best of luck for all of his endeavors and all of his projects and mm-hmm. where can listeners find you like if you could elaborate a little bit you do you have a of course you have a YouTube channel a website if you could elaborate a bit.
1: Yes, there is something on YouTube, and, but you know I'm not very good at uh, uh, at putting on stuff. You know, I I tell to others, and I know the theoretical part how important it is, but just you know, in in the recent years. Uh, Uh, Since having kids uh, and everything, it's just, I'm not very good with with very fresh, uh, um, with with taking care of recording every performance and posting. Mm -hmm. This is something that I'm neglecting uh, big time recently, but there is something from the previous uh, uh, stages, let's say, uh, available also online, uh, Mm -hmm. a span of very different things. Well, Mumir, you just need to wait
0: until your kids start going to school and you'll have a lot more time on yeah. your hands to do that.
1: So. <laughs> As my older friends say, don't worry, just another 15 years and you're going to be fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a very optimistic take, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Good, so the listeners will find all of the relevant links in the description of this um, of this episode. And um, Mumir... Yeah. Well, what what is your advice to young musicians today especially uh, as we talked previously you know considering all of these changes that the world went through and the fact that we have new challenges new struggles ahead but i think that you know we as musicians really need to try and keep a cool head and focus on the things that we're doing. So what's your advice for young musicians today?
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, we have been through a lot. And um, if I would imagine myself uh, the position of someone who, who who is yet to make his life choices, it would be really, really tough for me. Um, but uh, I would just like to remind uh, all the young people that uh, that they they choose music to be part of their life and um, although it as hard as it seems this is something that uh, art in general it is something that can generate you uh, a lot of uh, energy and and uh, and mental safety in your life that not many other things can can do right and my general advice is, and we mentioned it before, to to travel, to to not be uh, shy to ask for the knowledge, mm-hmm. and, and once they gather all this knowledge, not to be selfish to share this knowledge. Hundred uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, percent and of course not to be afraid because now we are uh, we are all a little bit afraid of of the circumstances and uh, what is going to happen but i think as long as as we are doing music we don't have to be afraid we we can be ourselves and and uh, and try to dream our dream without without the fear of the material and uh, and about human immaturity that as as the species we are showing more <laughs> well constant so yeah that would be my advice no fear and go on
0: that's really great advice and you know like uh, extrapolating from what you've said don't be afraid to ask is a very 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 important advice because sometimes we, we think oh you know we see this performer like why would he reply ever reply to me or you know why would he ever say hi back or reply to my question or concern i mean if you never ask the answer is always going to be no at least you can say okay i asked he didn't reply or she didn't reply for whatever reasons because you know we all have a thousand things going on going on in our lives like family uh projects, stress, being sick and so on. So the first thing, don't be afraid to ask in whatever manner, don't be kind of s- stalking about that, like with the people, but you know, just be as <laughs> as normal and as casual as you can and just ask yeah. with it. Yeah. And um, the second thing, not to be afraid, I I'd think from that is think what's in your control, right? Because the, the situation in the world, as as you were saying, um, over the past two years, some people i will not say who uh, did their best to alienate us from one another, keep distances, masks, you know, all of these kinds of things. Yes. So now is the time to really reconnect and create long-lasting, authentic relationships. Not be afraid of that and think about what's in your control because like pandemics or wars or that's out of our control. What is in our control is do I go and hear that concert? Do I go and talk to that person? Do I contact that musician because I really love, you know, their music or that composer and I really like to collaborate with them or move to another country for a semester to two or for a year to live and to learn from that. So definitely ask don't be afraid to ask and think focus on the things that are in your control yes and share and share sharing yeah. is caring and sharing is learning yes the more you share the more you learn that's because really important.
1: I, I, I think musicians that 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 wouldn't ask uh, that wouldn't answer uh, if uh, if a young uh, um, player asks uh, for knowledge. Uh, I, I think those kind of, of uh, um, individuals perhaps didn't get in full what we are doing actually, no matter how good they are, you know. So, sure,
0: yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Omira, thanks a lot again for your time. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you.
1: Yes, thank you. It's been an honor uh, for me uh, as well being here with you today and i hope that uh, that listeners enjoyed our conversation
0: thank you for listening to this episode if you really enjoyed the podcast and all the episodes and all of the great guests and you would like to hear more and get exclusive content both from the podcast and from me consider becoming a supporter benefactor or a patron on my patreon page just head on to patreon.com slash or click on the link in the description of this episode and consider supporting my activity both here as a podcast and as a musician. This really helps me keep motivated and bring new content to you, dear listeners. Thank you very much, and see you in the next episode.